Hey friend, welcome back to the show. On today's Tea Time Tuesday episode, we're getting into how the inner critic can show up disguised as a reasonable excuse and sabotage you from finding purpose and joy in the empty nest. I'm also giving you a journal exercise that turns the tables and destroys those reasonable excuses. Let's talk about it. Hey friend, welcome to the Christian Empty Nest Moms podcast. Have you been wondering what's next for you? Did you pour so much of yourself into being a mom that now you're unsure who you are or what your purpose is? Would you love to wake up with excitement for the day, with God at the center of all you do? Are you ready to stop feeling like the best part of your life is over? Hi, I'm Jenny Good, Jesus follower, certified coach, an empty nest mom of three, also a big fan of snowstorms and hot tea. When my youngest left home, I was unsure who I was or what my purpose would be. The self-help books were not enough. I needed something more. The enemy tried to level me through the death of my son, adult child estrangement, and empty nest syndrome. But God fought for me, and by His grace, I use my former pain as a platform to help my sisters in Christ. God revealed to me that we each have a unique soul print composed of our identity, purpose, and impact. I learned how to plug into my purpose and joy, and now it's my mission to help you do the same. So get ready for real talk, tactical tools, and inspiring stories about Jesus, purpose, joy, and parenting young adults. Grab your journal, your favorite colored pens, and a cup of tea. It's time for Christian Empty Nest Moms. Hello, sister. Come on in. I'm so glad that you joined me for Tea Time Tuesday. If you're on a journey to try to find renewed purpose and figure out what you really want to do in the empty nest, you might have encountered what I'm about to describe. But before I get into it, I want to tell you that I am running a summer special sale on one-to-one emptiness coaching with me. The pricing is so low, I don't even want to say it on the air. So if you've been thinking about possibly coaching with me, getting that one-on-one personalized attention to help you find purpose and happiness in the empty nest, this is your time to do it and do it at a lower price. To learn about the pricing and the next steps, just email me at jenny at christianemptynestmoms.com. I'll also put my contact information in the notes for this episode. Okay, so let's get into today's episode. Does this sound familiar to you? You get determined to try something new. Maybe you're going to take a class, start hiking, learn to paint meet new friends, or get more involved with volunteer work. Maybe you decide to look into starting your own business or being more active in your church's mission work. Whatever it is, you decide that you are going to take a step forward. And that's amazing. But then the inner critic gets triggered and wants to stop you in your tracks. But instead of being overly obvious about it, your inner critic decides to come cleverly disguised as a reasonable excuse. These quote-unquote 
reasonable excuses can trap you in a loop of inaction for weeks, months, or even years. Today, I'm going to tell you a story about how that showed up for me previously, and also how to use your journal to break free from this type of sabotage. The first time I recall the inner critic disguised as a reasonable excuse was when I went to college back in 1992. I was moving an hour or so away from home, and while I was excited about it, I was also scared. I had some trauma in my upbringing, and as a defense mechanism, it had become very important to me to avoid admitting fear or looking anything less than strong and independent. So at age 19, as I walked into the dorm, I probably looked calm on the outside, but inwardly I was like a duck in a pond with my feet going 90 miles an hour under the surface of the water. I was supposed to have a single dorm room with no roommate. My mom and I were putting my stuff in my room, and I noticed there were two twin bed frames in the room instead of just one. Not a big deal, right? Well, I made it a huge deal. I got on this kick about how if the college couldn't even get that right, then did I really want to invest money and trust them with my education? I said I should probably just take my stuff, go back home, and attend community college instead. I wanted to find a reasonable excuse to get myself out of that situation. Why? Because deep down, my inner critic believed that I was not resilient and strong enough to make it there without my mom. My inner critic believed I would fail and be embarrassed and humiliated. So it helped me find a reasonable excuse to leave. Thankfully, I did not let my inner critic win, and I stayed. We ended up turning the bed on its side, and I made a day bed out of it, and it worked out just fine. And actually, living at that dorm was one of the best experiences I've had so far. I met some interesting people, and I am still friends with a couple of them to this day. I learned I was more capable and resilient than I might have thought I was. I gained confidence and life experience, and I am so glad I did not let the inner critic win. And I don't want you to let the inner critic show up disguised as a reasonable excuse and block you from the great things that are on the other side of taking action. I know for sure that God has an amazing plan for your life. And if you allow the reasonable excuses to stop you, the inner critic will keep finding new ones to keep you where you are. So what can we do about this? I'm going to tell you a way to use your journal to flip this around and defeat the inner critic's reasonable excuses. In your journal, draw a line down the center of a page. On one side of the page, write the heading, Reasonable Excuses. And on the other side of the page, write the heading, What If I Believe? So on one side of the page, reasonable excuses. And on the other side of the page, what if I believe? So let's say that you want to take a ballet class that meets in the evenings. And the inner critic is saying that because you have to work early the next morning, it's not feasible. For that example, you would write under the reasonable excuses column. The ballet class meets too late in the evening. You can't do it because you have to work the next morning. 
So that's the reasonable excuse. Under the what if I believe column, write down an empowering belief. And you don't necessarily have to fully believe it right now. We're just being curious. We're just trying it on with a what if. So under the what if I believe column, you might write, I can arrange my schedule and commitments to make this work. Once you have time to pray on this and think about this, it's like something shifts. Your mind opens up and you start embracing the possibilities of how to make it work. And you decide, hey, I can get all my house chores done early so that when I get out of ballet class, I can shower and go straight to bed. I can still get eight hours of sleep and do this class. I'm going to give it a try and see how it goes. The solution came when you allowed yourself to open to the possibility of what if and choose a better thought and pray on it. Let's do one more example and then you can take it from there. Let's say you were thinking about taking a vacation on your own. An inner critic shows up and gives you the reasonable excuse that it would be too expensive and you don't want to take money from your savings for something that is not essential. Sounds reasonable, right? Write that thought from the inner critic under the reasonable excuses column. And under the what if I believe column, write this. What if I believe that I am resourceful and I can come up with a way to make extra money to fund the vacation? You let that thought simmer for a couple days and you pray on it. Then you come back to your journal and you do some brainstorming about how you could come up with the money, all the possibilities. You realize that you have a ton of stuff in the garage that you could sell. And so you have a weekend garage sale and you make enough money to take the trip without touching your savings. So that's the process. Write the inner critic's excuse. Write the what if I believe more empowering thought. And then pray about possible solutions. Come back and journal out a brainstorming list of all the possible solutions. See what comes up for you. And keep repeating that process until God reveals the answer. There may be times when your reason for putting something off is God-led and valid. The Bible tells us to try the spirits to know if they're real. So just pray for discernment and then really consider if it feels like a valid reason that God is putting on your heart, or does it feel like a reasonable excuse? And let that guide you. Okay, friend, that's what I have for you this time. I hope it encouraged you and I hope it blesses you. Hey, sister friend, thanks for spending time with me. If this podcast inspired you, blessed you, or helped you in some way, I'd love for you to share it with another mom who could be edified by it. Also, the number one way you can thank me is by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps more moms like us find and be blessed by the show. Remember, you are salt and fire. You're a daughter of the Most High King, and joy is available to you. Thank you.